It's not always the big things that change the world. It's the small acts of kindness that happen repeatedly over a lifetime that make the world a better place. So every week we share a story of someone like you who is doing good in the world in their own way. Welcome to Doing Good with Carmen Herbert. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Good. I am your host, Carmen Herbert. And if you are listening to this exclusively on the Our Turtle House app, please tell your friends and family about it. It is free and anyone can listen. And we want everyone to hear how all these amazing people are doing good and using their talents and their abilities and their businesses to spread light in this sometimes dark world. And I cannot wait for our guest who is on with us today. She's amazing. So Emily Nelson is the co-owner and co-creator and heart and soul of High Fitness. Emily's incredible ability to empower people combined with her beautiful personality has been the fuel behind High Fitness's success. Emily truly wants people to soar and her love for others is the root of High's powerful community. Emily started her fitness career in Canada. Woohoo! Nice Canucks 14 years ago and was an instant group fitness superstar. Her vast experience in dance and enthusiasm for fitness has inspired and transformed the high format to what it is today. Emily's love for fitness and her passion for her participants' well-being, both mentally and physically, is the driving force behind all she does. Her goal for each participant is to feel her passion and pure joy through fitness. Emily currently teaches and runs high fitness from Bountiful, Utah, my old stomping grounds and travels North America educating and spreading. Oh, and guess what, Emily, your bio ended right there and spreading the love and (laughs) joy of high fitness to everyone. (laughs) So Emily and I have known each other for a while. So we, in high school, we went to New York and we did some amazing dance clinics there with, and kind of some funky dance clinics there, right? With some amazing instructors. And you reminded me a little while ago that I had a super embarrassing moment and was singing on the subway (laughs) for people. I honestly remember you perfectly. You were singing on the subway. You were so cute and so talented. And you're like, I am going to be on American Idol. And we're all like, okay. And then then I think it was seriously like the next season or something. You totally were. And I was like, way to go get it. I mean, you really. (laughs) It was. It was because I was a junior. And then I tried out my senior year in high school and oh man, just, yep, went for my dreams. How embarrassing, but so cool that when we think something, isn't that amazing? Like the power of thought when we think something, look at what can happen. So speaking of that, I want to know how this all got started, how this idea of yours has grown to a huge, successful, awesome business. So I am only one half of this um, amazing thing, but my business partner, Amber Zenith, that's why my fitness career began in Canada. I actually lived there for three, three and a half years um, with my husband when we were newly married. And I met Amber, who is my best friend and my business partner. And we could not be more different. That's like my favorite thing. Like when people say 50-50 businesses and partnerships can't work, it's like, Well, when you choose someone who honestly has a mutual, we have such a mutual love and respect for one another and we're very different. It helps. Like I think if we are exactly the same, but so how this idea kind of grew is we kind of went back and forth in the beginning. Um, 
so I met her in Canada and we became friends, but we weren't like best friends. You know, she's a decade older than me, but we ended up having our first child around the same time. And so that really kind of bond you as far as age. Goes. It totally does. It's like, it's how old your kids are, not how old you are. It's like you're friends with people that are your kids' ages, like their kids. And so we kind of like, you know, I didn't have any family there. So we kind of bonded over that. But I um, actually, and I didn't know this till years later, um, I, she didn't have anyone as her cheerleader growing up. Um, she kind of like bounced between, you know, relatives and her parents and had kind of an unstable life. And she just, she's so smart and so creative, but she had nobody that was like, yeah, you can do that. Sure. Why, why wouldn't you do that? And like, to me, that's how I grew up. I have four, you know, older siblings, three sisters and a brother who were just like, it's like, do what, yeah, you can do that. You can do anything you set your mind to. And so I didn't know this at the time, but here I am some young 24 year old. And I'm like, yeah, you can do that. Let's do this. Like about different parts of fitness at the time, this was just teaching different parts of fitness. She's like very athletic, did like motocross, things like that. She taught yoga and I was like, so we're going to teach dance fitness. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to give you my routines and you're going to do it. Cause I have a dance background and she has zero dance background. So that's, what's kind of fun about it. Um, and I said to her, I was like, yeah, we'll do this. And so from that, that was like the beginning when I lived there, we taught together. I moved back to Utah and, um, my husband decided to go get a master's and kind of, you know, I was like, okay, then I'm moving right back by family. Cause I've been in another country with a really hard baby. So I moved back to Utah and just kind of dove headfirst into just teaching all sorts of group fitness. I mean, I had up there, but just did it more and more. And Amber and I stayed in contact and we would just bounce ideas back and forth, you know, off of each other for fitness and things. And what she found was she was like, I would send her a routine for dance fitness and then she'd dumb it down. And she was like, I find that this is actually like these name, these big names like Zumba and all these different things were actually keeping people out of the room as much as they're like recognizable. Cause the second someone says that they're like, I can't dance. I'm out. Yes. I'm done. Right. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, what if we did this? And I was like, well, I do a toner second. So essentially this started the wheels of turning. And she was like, I want to do my own thing. I want you to do it with me. And I was like, I don't know. Like I was very comfortable where I was. Right. Oh, like I was yeah. like, I had my classes and they were full and I was well respected in the fitness industry here in Utah. And I was just like, you know, I'm in Davis County, you know, everyone likes my classes. Like I'm pretty good. You know, and I'm so good. I yep. I had also just had my second baby. She was like two weeks old when she came oh. to me. So it was like, okay, I'm good. You know? Um, and my husband actually lost his job right at that. So we literally at that point had nothing to lose and also didn't have much going, you know, like, right. It was, it's crazy to think of during that time. Cause I'm like, I should have been really scared about my future. I had two little kids, you know, my husband didn't have a job. I didn't really, I taught fitness. And let me tell you right now, you don't go into fitness for the money. It's for the passion and the endorphins. Like um, singing. Yes, <laughs> you, you do it because you love it. Yes. And yeah. And so honestly, like she just was always like, I knew it was you. I knew it was you, but she came up with the name high fitness. She said it came to her like a lightning bolt, which if you've seen our logo, the eye is a lightning bolt. So, and I love um, that. Yeah. And it just means so much. It means like high endorphins, high energy, high intensity, um, just like all the things that encompass like what, what we are. And honestly, um, it took me a while, but you know, inspiration, God telling me, I mean, it had to be that way because sacrificing so much as, as a family, 
And as a woman and as a mother, like I had to have that experience for me that was like, you are supposed to do this. Because if I wouldn't have had that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have survived the last five and a half years at all. So that's what I want to talk to you about is how were you guided in your efforts to start high fitness? What was that lightning bolt experience like for you that said, okay, I'm going to put my faith and trust in this, knowing that it was bigger than making money and it was bigger than starting a business, although it blessed your family and you needed to have done that right then. But what was it that you said, okay, this is, this feels inspired? Yeah. So and like I said, Amber came to me in like I think it was January, February. I'm, I honestly, I have no idea the years. I'm going to say 2014. Okay. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it was a crazy time. I had a brand new baby. So fast forward to that summer, she was kind of getting it going up in Calgary, you know, having some experiences, just doing things. And I came on a vacation there and we did some things together. And I remember sitting in a car, like we were having a conversation, like, this is what it would look like. It's you and everything. And my husband and, I, and it felt right. It just, it felt right. But at the same time, it was, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. That was my husband's dream. That was not my dream. I wanted to be a mom and teach fitness on the side. And this meant me taking a whole new, uh, a whole new role, a whole new me, because I would be working full time and, and owning a business and building it from the ground up and not making money for a lot of years, yet working hundred hour weeks. So I remember we were driving home and my husband and I, like we had conversations and like both of us had this like 100% confirming, like he was my biggest cheerleader out as was Zach Ambers. Like we would not be able to do this without our husbands because as a woman and as a mother, if you do not have that support from your spouse, it's not going to work. You're going to no. feel too much guilt. You're going to be torn down. So we had 100 back. In fact, they, they were the ones that were pushing us when we're like, but I remember we were driving home from Canada, which is a 14 hour drive. It's a long time. And we called her and we're like, we're in like 100% we're in. And honestly, from that point, like people say to me, like, did you know it would be this big or, and to us, it's just the beginning. But in our heads, it was like, we had to believe it would yes. be this big. I don't think I could have, uh, like, like understood the community and like how many lives, like, I don't think I thought of that, but in our mind, it's like, if we're going in and we're going to sacrifice this, like it's going to happen and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be big. And we felt we had a product that was missing in the fitness industry. Like yes. we found a niche and that, and so for us, we had like gone all around and like traveled fitness conventions and all this. And we're like, why is everybody making it more dancey? We want to simplify it and bring it back to the roots of aerobics and bringing all our favorite things about fitness that we felt were getting lost yes. and bring it back. So, yeah, I mean, when I say, do you think it would be as big? I have to say yes, because I wouldn't have sacrificed everything. If it wouldn't have. And because you had that spiritual moment where you felt guided, like, okay, this is the right thing for you and for your family. What I love so much about high fitness, and I've been going for maybe two years now, is it's such a positive environment and atmosphere. And I dance, like, you know, we dance together. And, and I was a cheerleader, but I'm not like a super crazy fitness girl. Like I, the burpees are hard for me and the, and the squat jumps are hard for me. And so I'm like, I'm going to be one of those girls that's like all jiggly in the background that can't do as much. But it's amazing that you don't feel out of place in any stage of your life after you've had a baby, if you're a little bit heavier, if you're a little bit slower, 
nobody feels out of place. So tell me how in the world you were able to create an environment like that. Is it the instructors? Is it your business model? Is it just the love and passion you put into women acceptance and love of your bodies? How were you able to create that? So at the, at the root of it, not only was it like, we have this incredible fitness product, like we believed like the formula we came up with, with like the different hit training, all disguised as fun and simple choreography. Like that part of it was like, okay, we got this, like, it's going to work. It's effective. Like the science behind it, all the research, but we were like, we want to like kind of disrupt the fitness industry a little bit and make it about so much more. And I will say nowadays, there's so much more of that, like the self-love and the body love and the empowerment. Six years ago, social media was not filled with that. It was eat this, do this, look this way, ab shots. And we were like, we're not going to do. Yeah, we're like, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're not going to show ab shots. In fact, in the beginning of our trainings, we were like, if you use our name, you can't. Like, we were very like, um, you know, which we can't control people. We asked them not to. Um, Yes. But I think that just comes, we've tried to... um, from the top up. So we really just want it, like we never want it to be about us. In fact, we're always like, we like, we don't want to be the face of it. And I think that helps, like we're like, the more like we can't do this, what's been done with high fitness is not from us. It's from the slow spread instructor to instructor, instructor. So we wanted, we were like, our goal is to create this community that's not competitive, that welcomes everybody, which is very hard in the fitness industry. Number one, if you've ever been a fitness instructor, it's kind of a dog eat dog world. And I don't think that people mean it to be that way. And I think people have good intentions, but our insecurities as women, which is primarily fitness instructors, not always. Yes. Um, it just happens. You get your feelings hurt. Certain people come to their class, not our class. And we tried to, we tried to create this mentality. And at first when it really exploded in Utah, this happened, people are like, there's too many of us. There's too many, you know, like, and we're like, no, the more people teaching means the more people seeing it, which in turn equals more people in your class. You never look at your friend as a competitor. You look at them as someone to collaborate with, you know, to make it bigger. And for some reason, as women, that's a very hard concept to wrap our head around. Um, For me, it's, I, like I said, I think it must've been because I grew up with sisters who were very like inclusive and whatever. It's never been, I love cheering on other women, but I've learned since then that that's kind of a foreign concept and, and something of the natural man kind of tries to, to get in the way. So we were like, we, yes, from our trainings, from our instructors and those very first instructors helped us mold it, you know, that way that that's the way it's going to be. We welcome everybody. Now, with that being said, I've loved that you've had that experience of like never feeling judged and welcome no matter what. I do think that people do get very insecure going to group fitness classes, but it's all in your head. You know, I say like, if you're new to a high class, don't stand in the back, stick yourself in the middle. Okay. I'm not asking you to do front row, but go in there and say, Hey, I'm new. Uh, I've never done this. And I promise you, you will have a rally of people around you. The participants are good to the core. They're there for the same reasons you are to just honestly become the best version of yourself. And that's all we want. And yes, we've seen like amazing weight loss stories, this, that, but it's all about, we've seen postpartum depression. I think that's really when it took off was new moms, like coming and being like, Oh my gosh, I feel like myself again. I feel like I have this break and this release. And at the same time you're getting fit, but it's really about those mental, like, I just feel so much better when I leave that class. 
Totally. And something to look forward to. Like I look forward to going to high fitness because you're dancing, you're listening to fun songs. The energy is amazing. It's not like this dreadful workout. And I will admit sometimes I'm like, I'm too tired. I don't want to. And then once I'm there and the instructor is like, are you ready? It's like, yeah. yeah. And you get all into it. And it's, and you, and I never regret a workout. I never regret it. I always feel better. So where did the inspiration come from? How do you choose your songs to do? Like, where does that come from? That's kind of hard. I'll be honest, because it's not like a set, like method. Like people are like, why did you release that one? That one? I'm like, uh, but the way it goes is we are appealing to a mass variety. Sometimes certain people are like, well, why'd you do that one? And I'm like, well, what you like or what you don't like is actually appealing to this mark. So it's very hard to like please everybody. And we've learned yes. that, right? But if you don't know, in a high fitness class, we have warm ups, toner tracks, cardio tracks, cardio push tracks, bar, party track, abs, arms. So like there's different tracks. So obviously we try to keep like a rhythm of giving fresh to each category. But yes. beyond that, um, one of the deciding factors is so Amber and I do a majority of the choreography. And beyond that, that's one thing we're still very heavily involved in. Um, beyond that, we have people submit it and then we'll tweak them. It's a very, what makes high fitness, people don't notice it, is, is the choreography. We tweak it and twist it and I try it on classes and then I try it on my older adult classes and like we tweak it to make it perfect. And so my classes know if I do, you know, this sorry one day, the next day, sorry may look different because I'm like, okay, actually that was a bit unsafe. I noticed people, you know, like pronating or their knees coming in. So we need to change that. Like it's a very like situation. So people are like, why isn't that song come out or why? And it's, um, a lot of times also both Amber and I have to be really into it for it to come out. And I know that sounds dumb, but like if I'm no. really into something and she's not, she's not going to be on board with it coming out. So you might see songs in my class and she's like, I just don't feel that one and vice versa. So yes. just both of us have to be like, yes, this is a winner. It's a game changer. And it's funny because we'll have these songs for a long time that we love, but somehow they never come out because better ones keep popping ahead of it. And so people are like, why is that never been released? I'm like, your guess is as good as mine. Like it's oh, just interesting. It's, it's just like something hotter or fresher or say it's like an older song. So we're like, well, we can push it back because we don't want this newer song to get, to get sick of it. That's another right. thing is other people are doing this in the fitness industry now. But when we started, we decided we wanted it to be fresh, have a pulse. So we release a new song of the week every week instead of like you used to get like three months of tracks and then three months of tracks. So every week something fresh. And this allows yeah. us to like, Honestly, like we have like, you know, and what we're going to do, but at the same time, if something happens and we're like, we want to throw that one in, we do. So we're like, okay, this song is hot. It's fresh. Like it needs to get out now before it gets still. And so that's part of the process too. So it's like, that was probably a roundabout answer because I'd like to think we have a really good system for everything, but <laughs> it's just honestly, we're like, yes, that one. Like this I got feels right. Uh -huh. Yes, uh -huh. this feels right. This feels good. Well, so your business is done so well. There's instructors all over the country. And like you said, in Canada and something that you've done recently has just been incredible. You guys have thrown your support behind OUR, which is Operation Underground Railroad which saves girls and boys um, from sex trafficking. And you just told me before this podcast started that through your efforts this last 
couple weeks of doing these high classes that have raised money for OUR, you were able to raise $135,000 for the organization. So tell me about, I, I can see you getting emotional. I, I mean, know. that is just, Emily, it's amazing. It's truly incredible. Can you tell like us about? You were, you, so you were the first person I said it out loud to. I told you, I said, I literally just got a text. So having you say that, because it wasn't me, honestly, like it was our instructors. And Lib, I've been working with OUR for actually like five years. And I'll be honest, high fitness from the very beginning, we've been very heavily involved with lots of charities, like tons, like every year. I do a ton of charities. And so I was actually in Montana, like off the grid. And all of a sudden I'm getting these messages, like you're instructed, we're doing this. And can we make these shirts? And I'm like, what is going on? Like, honestly, I was so confused. And they were like, I was like, well, it's not, we're not going to make it like a corporate thing. Like if you want to do it, but then it just got so big that we kind of had to take over. And so honestly, it was one instructor taking the initiative to push it, which then got us involved. We didn't ask anybody to do it. We're just like, this is what you're doing. Um, we're donating, you know, on the national get loud, um, human stop human trafficking day. We're going to do classes and we're going to raise money for OUR. And honestly, like, I can't take any credit. They're incredible. Like all I can take credit for is creating, like helping create the community, but these instructors are amazing. And what that total doesn't include is with our corporate live streams with people all over the world who tuned in and they donated what they wanted, went straight to OUR. So this is literally like just in instructor events, $200 from Oklahoma, $300 here, $1,000 here. There was a huge online fundraiser that raised $54,000. I mean, $10,000 with the shirts. Like it's just this and this and this and this all together to make that total. It's just like, it's incredible. It's incredible what people can do to come together and no one could ever do that on their own. It really is. And when people think, well, what can I do really? Like what, what difference can I make? It's just such a beautiful example of how when we, and as women, when women come together and we stand up for our babies and the children of this world that we can make an incredible difference and help literally save lives. It was the yeah. beautiful thing to see and be a part of and watch in my community with the instructors here and, and, and the parties. And I mean, it was so neat to be a part of something that is so good and for such a good cause. And I just, I'm so proud of you. I just think it's okay. the most beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing. I love it. And that you used it, your, your platform and, you know, high fitness, like who would have thought, like, I'm going to use my, my high fitness workout company to benefit something like this in such an incredible way. And like you said, women, I was like, women are so powerful. Like when they put their minds to something like, and I think that's why like people are like, why did high fitness spread so fast? And I'm like, honestly, because it's like these A type stay at home moms were like, oh yeah, I'm going after this. Like they're so amazing. And what they can accomplish in a day is truly incredible. And that's so inspiring to watch. And what I'll say with this is, um, and maybe this puts like a negative tone on it, but I will say that us doing this for OUR has not come without repercussions from people. And they say no good deed comes unpunished. I mean, we've been criticized, like, why would we put our money behind this or as a national? And I'm like, why wouldn't we? And it, and I, I will never apologize for raising money for a cause that I believe is so near and dear to so many people's hearts. And another thing too is 
high fitness has done so many charities like yes you're seeing this right now this is the one right now but every year we've done the leukemia and lymphoma society where we did oh, the yeah. corporate things and it's always changing and you know great things can happen but truly like i'm just so proud and i any like backlash or naysayers that have come i've I've held my ground and been like, I will not apologize for doing good. I will and, not apologize for that. And you never, ever should, Emily. You should never apologize for doing good because you truly are. And one of the things that I've loved watching is, yes, your outreach in the community is incredible. But when you post videos of your little girl and your kids doing high fitness with you, that is so sweet to me as a mother to see the positive influence that you are having in their lives. Kids learn best through example. I, I say it all the time. I've been especially since COVID-19 yeah. my kids a lot and I can, I preach something, stop leaving your wrapper, stop, 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 stop. And they just do it. But when they see me cleaning or they see me talking kindly, or they see me doing something, they pick up on that. And so how has, how have your kids learned about tenacity and hard work and doing good from your example? Yeah. So I think like sometimes my husband's been really good at helping me see that side of it rather than like as women, I'm like the guilt of like leaving, like not during COVID. I will say one blessing is not traveling, whether that's a blessing or not, but yes. I, and especially in the beginning when it was just Amber and I, I mean, we were gone a lot and I would teach mornings and nights and there were no instructors. And then before we had a team of trainers traveling, I would travel every week, you know, like it was just us. And that was a sacrifice for my family and my children. But my husband would say like, when I would leave for something, he'd be like, aren't you so proud of your mom? Aren't you so proud of her? And that right there flips the script like 100% rather than being like, oh my gosh, your mom has to leave again. She's going to leave you guys. And so for me, as much as my family is sacrificed, I actually have flipped the script now and I don't see it as a sacrifice. I think what they have gained from this is threefold that the the people they've been able to meet the experiences they've been able to have to see me be able to live my dream and not apologize for it yet still be in the home with them sometimes i i'm like oh my gosh like i work full-time from home and like my kids like i don't go to an office i mean i'm hoping that happens at some point but <laughs> sometimes i'm like how is this even happening i am not productive but i've been able to do that with help at different times, at different times we've had a nanny at this point, it's just me and my husband doing it for the last you know year. And so it's just, they have been able to see it first on. They've seen the struggles. They've seen the triumphs. They've seen it all. They've seen me cry for days over employees loss that broke my heart and they know all about it. And sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, I should shelter them from this. But I, I you know what? It's, it's my life. And if they're going to see that I'm having a rough day, they need to know why, or if I'm kind of being extra. And so they, I honestly hope that my daughters, I have two girls and I have a son. I hope that they, just honestly see that they can do whatever they want and put their mind to it. And another thing too is just like, yes, I own a fitness company, but if you know anything about me in my home, we're not like exercise obsessed or food obsessed or like we try to make it like, I think most fitness owners probably have like a more like intense, like I honestly, like my kids know that I own a fitness business and they don't, they think that that's just like, because I love it or I love to move and it's not about looking a certain way or being a certain way. And we've tried to create it that way. How do you keep it? 
how do you do that? Because I, in recent years, especially I've no, I, I swear, like once I hit 35, my whole body changed. I'm like, who is this person living? This is not me. And, and I haven't really changed my eating habits. I'm, I'm with you. I like to eat a wide variety of food, mostly sugar, um, but, and donuts and cookies. Like I like my treats, but, but how do you do that? How do you keep that positive body image for yourself, especially being in this industry? Because so many times I step on the scale or I put on my clothes. I'm like, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way it fits. And it really affects me. So how do you stay, how do you keep that body love? Because you really do. You look at you and you're just like, I love myself. I love my body. And it's like, okay, if you can, I can too. But how do you do that? So there have been times where it's easier than others. I This last time I had a baby, I ran this business and taught the entire nine months. And I'm not one of those people that just gets like a cute belly. Like I gain it everywhere. My cheeks, my butt. Um, I get super sick. Like I'm, I'm not like this fitness person with a belly. And to have to be in the public eye the entire nine months in classes at huge events. I think, I think I did a, an event four weeks postpartum in a white tank top they had us wear. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, I look back at no. the pictures and I'm like, I can't believe that. But I, See, honestly, but I love that. I honestly, like during that, that was really, it was a really hard mentally time for me. This, my pregnancy, I tried for four years to get my baby. So I couldn't complain, you know, like once I yes. finally got pregnant, but I was like, this is so hard. Like I was just, it was really, really hard. And what I had to think about every time I'd be in front of people, it was uncomfortable. I was like, this is not about me. I'm here to deliver a class and motivate people. And they actually don't care. Like, in fact, I always said, I'm like, actually, I'm making them feel better about themselves. The fact that I gained 50 pounds. If I was like some skinny little thing with a belly, they'd be like, I kind of hate you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Like, People like that actually, oh, well, if she can gain some weight, then I guess I can, you know, I'm like, I'm just doing a public service, but I'm not going to say that's easy, but the way I came back, like I came back from postpartum this last time, I did no fad diets. I didn't, and it's not like I just came off. I'm not one of those people who's in my jeans the next day. I literally, it was slow and steady and slow and steady of being just, of course, trying to feel myself better. Because the thing is, is a high fitness class is not easy. If I don't feel correctly, meaning not enough food, I yeah. can't do that. Like I have to perform. And yes. so it's like, there's these certain things like you should only eat this much. It's like, no, I'll like literally be in front of you guys like this. Like I yeah. have to, that's my job and I need to feel myself properly. And so it honestly, it was a lot of self-love just being like, you know what? I'm on this journey and people can think what they want or whatever. And I still am like not back to before, but I'm like, this is as good as it's getting. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. And I'm not saying that's like for everyone. Cause I agree. There's times where you like put something on or I see videos. I have to see so many videos of myself. And sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, what happened? And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm looking good. And I'm like, that's the thing though. It could, those videos could have been taken on the same day. Like yes, literally. Right. And it's just the way we see ourselves. So when I honestly don't step on a scale, like I'm over it, I can tell when I feel like a little bit more and I'm just like, you know what? I just, and it can't be, it can't be. The problem is, is no, as I went on a rant on this on social media. Sorry. I could talk forever. I'll start. I love it. But, nope. Um, the fitness industry is trying to change. I see it. I see people being body positive. I see this acceptance of all shapes and sizes, yet it is not translating the way that it should be. I have 
two daughters who are literally the opposite body types. They eat the same things. We do the same things in our home. They could not be more polar opposite. And it, unfortunately, my daughter who's more stocky and overweight has a harder life. And like, just, and that sounds, I don't know, maybe that wasn't the right terminology, but things are harder, like for her and like the things people say to her and going to buy clothes for back to school. I mean, I literally will pay whatever it costs. I'm like, yes, you like it. It fits. Like, I don't care. Yes. And it just is so disheartening to me that she has to live where if everything feels harder, like she's on a dance team and she's really, really good. She's the only one with a different body type. Cause as you get in higher levels, it all becomes this, right? Because that's yes. the natural body type. Not that they're doing anything. That's just the dancer body. Right. And I just, I see it just, I don't know how or when because we say that that's happening yet all we still see is you know the shots in front of the mirror and eat this and do this and and whatever like still saying that this actually is better when it's not do you know what when I'm saying not. like there's, yes and, and I see the change trying to happen and I don't know when it's going to happen except for that I know that I can control in my home I can control the way I talk to myself I can control the way I view my body positivity and food for myself and for my children I cannot build them up with enough confidence I don't know what's going to happen outside of the home and what they're going to be told or what they're going to be called but I can control the confidence that I build in my own home, telling them they're beautiful just the way they are, that they're smart, they're amazing. All those things I can control in my home and that's the only thing I can do. And I think that's the most important thing is that we make our homes these sanctuaries of safety for our children, that they do feel comfortable in their own skin and they feel comfortable knowing that I am enough the way I am. And as mothers, we have to believe that about ourselves in order to pass that down to our kids. Cause our parents told us that hopefully some people didn't. And now it's our responsibility to teach our kids. Oh, I, I love myself and postpartum and whatever stretch marks and meet you. And, and you can love yourself too. I think that's the most important thing. I don't have daughters. I have four boys. And so I'm the opposite. I'm trying to teach them to be kind and, and to love their bodies, but boys don't really care about their bodies as yeah. much as they just don't like, and some of, and they all struggle with, with things, but I'm trying to listen, show them like, I'm, I'm the type that if I'm getting dressed and, and one of them walks in, I don't, don't look, I'm kind of like, mm -hmm. I don't walk around my house with no clothes on, but if yeah. you see me looking normal with my belly and my stretch marks, I want them to know this is what a normal person looks like. This is what a mom looks like that has birthed you all and had you all and have a normal view of, oh, it's okay. And it doesn't, this idea of perfection with our business, with our bodies, in life, in the gospel needs to go away. It, it, mm -hmm. it does. And that's something that I love so much about you and high fitness is it's not about perfection. You have something in your classes where you modify. If you can't do the tuck mm -hmm. jump, you modify. And I think I've thought about, we should apply that to our lives too. If, if I'm not perfect at this, that's okay. What works for you? What can you do at this modify? Oh, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not good at doing this homeschool with my kids and that's okay. What can you do? Do two classes. Don't do the six modify. And I yeah. think that that's the such a beautiful thing the end result's the same. Like if you use that analogy, like I honestly believe if someone's doing the modifications, like full tilt, they're going to get the same end result 
as someone doing the full thing. I've done it and it's the same. And so I love that. Like in life, it's like, I'm totally good at that. Like if I'm not good at something, I'm like, I'm never good at that. I'm just going to, you know, this isn't my do what strength. I can. <laughs> do yes. what I can. And you know what? The end result's going to be okay. It is. The Our end is going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Yes. And, and that's something that I can only imagine how much love and positivity is in your home. Cause if you bring just half of that into your kids' lives, as you do into class, then your babies are so, so blessed and just are going to do amazing things like their mama in life. My last question for you today is what do you enjoy the most about what you do? What is the best part of being a mother and high fitness instructor? So the best part is that like, I didn't know I would get to live like both my dreams at the same time. Like that's so great for me. But my favorite part um, of running high and being an instructor is the people that I get to meet. I get to meet the most incredible people from all walks of life, places, religions, backgrounds, upbringings. And for me, that has been such a blessing to have their influence in my life and to meet people that I never would have ever met, which in turn enriches me and blesses me as a mother to pass on things I've learned or friendships they now have because of it. And the people that we've met, 100% the people and I'll be all forget the fitness. Like if I could just go in a room with mom, hang out, it would be great, which we did. We did a convention and it was like, do we really have to do any fitness? Cause we just all want to hang out together. Let's so. just hang out. I love that. Um, if any of you want to check out a high class and have never been, I highly encourage it. Something that COVID-19 has brought on, which is different, is you guys are now doing live and online classes. There are several routines that you posted on YouTube, but they can also check out your classes on highfitness.com to get a schedule of when you're doing live streaming classes. Is that right? Yeah. And if they, you can get to it from highfitness.com, but if they want to go directly, it's highfitnesslive.com. Highfitnesslive. Okay. Yeah. And right now they're free. We've been doing them for like five months for free, but we're getting ready actually to launch a subscription for at home high fitness. And it, we will have classes. They have to run live due to music licensing, but we will have classes seven days a week, almost every two to three hours for people to join in um, for a really affordable price. So for those of you that still are stuck at home or honestly just don't have the childcare or the daycare or don't feel comfortable going to a gym, um, I always say in person is better because you can never replace that the energy. And the, yeah. Yes. The, and I'm sorry, you can't replace it. But what I've learned, I and we always said that we never wanted to go online because you can't replace that in person. But I've been put in my place a little bit in realizing that some people to do this in the comfort of their home is best for them and their lives have been truly blessed. So I had to eat my words on that one. Yeah. But <laughs> you modified. Yeah, it's been a fun, um, a stressful one at that, but a fun entrance to our business to be able to expose so many more people to high fitness. And for me, I've done lots of your live classes here at home where I haven't been able, I've, I've woken up late and I didn't get to my class or I missed it. I'm like, oh, but there's a live at noon. Oh, but, mm -hmm. and, and really you've made it so accessible that there's really no excuse not to do it or work out. It's like, oh, there's so many available that you really can make it happen. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, you won't regret it. It's You have such wonderful energy. You're doing so much good, not only through your high fitness platform, but through the charities you give back for and, and give back to and in the lives of your children. And I'm so glad that you came on and talked to us about all the good you're doing today. So thank you so much, Emily. Oh, thank you for having me. It's truly an honor. I wish you the best of luck and I can't wait to see how high fitness girls and I need to come to one of your classes sometimes. I've never been to one of yours. Yes, so I want to come. 
I'll come up to Bountiful and you can kill me and, and make me lose this extra 10 pounds that I've been talking okay, about. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, sounds good. If you want to check out more Doing Good podcasts, download the Our Turtle House app. Tell your friends and family about it. It's free. Anyone can listen and you can hear more about these amazing people who are in our community doing good. I'm Carmen Herbert. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Doing Good with Carmen Herbert, available exclusively inside Our Turtle House. At Our Turtle House, there's something for the whole family. From full leg talks that you can't get anywhere else from some of your favorite speakers to fun family home evening lesson plans that follow the Come Follow Me curriculum. There's even short daily devotionals made specifically for your teens. Plus you can get two months free when you sign up for an annual plan. Just go to OurTurtleHouse.com to get started. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you back here for another episode of Doing Good next week.